brethren the peace of the lord be with you and welcome we appreciate you and god bless you for being part of this program it's a life-changing divine service brought to you by the atomic hills healing and deliverance ministry the atomic hills healing and deliverance ministry is an interdenominational group made up of selfless dedicated highly gifted anointed ministers from seven different congregations this ministry is passionate about winning souls and biblically nurturing people through the word of god holiness faith and prayers countless lives have been won and transformed through this wonderful ministry now let's welcome the leader of the team reverend Ivans fufi for an unadulterated word of god prophetic prayers healing and deliverance. Pastor Child of God, the peace of the Lord be with you. I'm Reverend Evans Fufi, the voice behind this audio broadcast. Now let me show you four ways that you can do to support this program. You can first support this program and this ministry by becoming a partner. Becoming a partner is deciding on your own account, whether daily, weekly, monthly, or yearly, what you contribute to support this program. You can just do that by texting us or WhatsApping us to the number plus 233 plus 233-2666-85623. You can also help us by going to the Podbean app at the premium session and select one of the audios downloaded there based on the amount and the contribution you want to make. Number three, you can also send us mobile money or Momo through the number plus 233-244-183450 plus 233-244-183450 and the name on that account is Ivan Sophie, the final riches. Lastly, you can also help us by sending your contribution to our PayPal account we are safe at yahoo.com. We are safe is spelled at W I E S S E F. W I E S S E F at yahoo.com. And we will have your fun. Please take note that we are not a church. We are just non interdominational group. So we don't receive funds like the mainstream that churches receive. But we rely on the support and generous contribution like the one you are about to do to push this ministry to do more and sustain this program and sustain this ministry and preach to the kingdom. God bless you and God bless you for contributing. In the name of Jesus. Amen. The Lord is capable. It's only him who can do what no man can do. It's only him who can do what no God can do. It's only him that he is our promoter, he is our redeemer, he is our savior, he is our healer, he is our protector, he is our all in all. The bright morning star, God, we thank you, we bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. Precious child of God, the peace of the Lord be with you. And welcome to today's program. Welcome to spend the day in his presence. I'm Reverend Ivan Sophie. Precious child of God, we continue our message that was delivered unto us this week so that we can start praying quickly and see you off. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we commit this listener to your care. We pray that you speak to them in a way that it will 
go with their needs in a way that they will understand, in the way that they can comprehend in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Pastor child of God, we are talking about trusting the Lord always and go out and light your world. Trust in the Lord always and go out and light your world. But we are saying we have to use the weapons of our, of our warfare very well. The weapons of our warfare very well. So we are doing the weapons of our warfare. And today is episode three. The weapons of our warfare, this is episode three. Pastor child of God, our theme and our main scripture emanate from Matthew chapter 25 verses 1 to 3. In Matthew chapter 25, verses 1 to 3, there about 10 virgins who went to meet the bridegroom, and five refused to take extra oil with them, and they were called foolish. So we were wondering, why would God not allow, or the bridegroom would not allow them to enter? And it can come to light that the bridegroom didn't allow them to enter because the anointing or the oil was used to clean weapons, according to Isaiah chapter 21, verse 5. Isaiah chapter 21 verse 5 says that prepare the table, set the watchman in the tower, eat and drink, arise, O ye princess, and anoint the shield. And the shield is a weapon. This means that if you don't have the oil, you cannot go for warfare. So the bridegroom didn't allow them to go inside because these people cannot wage war. They cannot do warfare. And if you are not, cannot do warfare, you don't qualify to be in the kingdom of God. Please let me put it straight to you. If you don't qualify to, if you cannot do a warfare, you don't qualify to enter the kingdom of God. Because since the day of John the Baptist, the kingdom have suffered violence. And the violent people take it by force. So you not having the oil means that you cannot war. You cannot fight. If you are not a fighter, you don't enjoy the kingdom. If you are not a fighter, you cannot enjoy the kingdom. But if you are a fighter, if you are a fighter, if you are a fighter, if you are a warrior, then you can enjoy the kingdom. So these five... Because they didn't even have the oil to make war. The oil to even anoint their shield. The oil to even anoint their weapon. The oil to even start the war in place. In the first place was an issue. So I told you the last episode that the oil of God and the presence of God and the Holy Spirit does two things for our weapons. Number one, when you have the oil, the intensity of your oil and the level of your oil will determine how effective your spiritual weapons will be. So if your oil is strong, when you say fire, the fire will be intense. When you say sword, the sword will be intense, depending on the level of your oil. So if you don't have it at all, you don't qualify to even wage war in the first place. Number two, as we keep on fighting the spiritual battles, it will come to a point. Know that the weapon that you're using may not be effective as before because of the use. So when it is used for a time, you have to sharpen it. You have to revive them. And it's the oil that will flow to revive this weapon. So if you don't have the oil, number one, it is impossible to fight because your intensity of your the intensity of the oil will determine how effective your spiritual weapons will be. And if you lack the oil, when you're even, you, you have the weapons and they are weak, it's the oil that will sharpen them. According to Isaiah, Chapter 21, verses 5. So, precious child of God, by the grace of God, we were able to know that there are basic weapons in our previous episode that God has given unto every believer. And God expects that we wear that basic weapon. And all the weapons of our warfare have been grouped into two. 
we have attacking weapons and we have defensive weapons. Attacking weapons are meant to attack our enemies, but the defensive weapons are for protection and defending. So in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 to 20, God gave us six highly flammable weapons that are basic. Every believer must have these basic weapons. Without this basic weapon, you can never use the other weapons. The other weapons that are secondary, the other weapons that are auxiliary, that you can use later on. But you should have this basic weapon. And these basic weapons are the belt of truth, the blessed plate of righteousness, the gospel shield of peace, the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the spirit. Today, by the grace of God, we are going to deal with something we call a link-up. A weapon that we call a link-up weapon. A link-up weapon is a weapon that links all these weapons together. Are you here? All the, the weapon that will link all the weapons of our warfare together. We call it a link-up weapon. I want us to discuss the link-up weapon seriously because if you are able to know the link-up weapon, then it is very possible for you and me to be able to fight our battles easily. If you have all the weapons and you cannot link them up, there's no a link-up, then there will be a problem. The link-up of the weapon today we are talking about is our mind. Say my mind. Say my mind. Pleasure, child of God, today I will reveal certain things to you. So get ready for us. Today, I want you to take note that this spiritual warfare that we have been talking about, you should know where the warfare is taking place. The spiritual warfare that we have been fighting, where is it taking place? Is it taking place in your hometown? Is it taking place in your father's house? Is it taking place where you live? Where does it take place? I want you to think about it. Let's out of God. Uh, I, I want you to think about it. I said, think about it. Where is the battle taking place? Where is the warfare taking place? Today, I want to show you the location of the spiritual warfare. The location of our spiritual warfare is in our mind. So our mind is the link-up weapon. That link every weapon up. Our battlefield, the spiritual battlefield, is not in your family. It is not in your workplace. It is not in your home. It is in our minds. The devil and the people of God are fighting in our mind. So the battle I'm fighting is in my mind. The battle that you are fighting is also in your mind. So if your mind is not at peace, if your mind is not prepared, if your mind is not strong, there will be a problem. That is why the Bible says we should wear the helmet of salvation. The purpose of the helmet of salvation is to protect the battlefield. Your mind is the battlefield. My mind is the battlefield. So you should get prepared and you should be ready for today that whatever goes on in your mind can affect you and can affect many. I pray that your story will change. I pray that things will change. As today, you understand. Our minds are the most powerful tool that human beings possess. Spiritually, our mind <laughs> is a powerful tool. Every human being is made up of three things. You are a spirit. If you are a Christian, you are a spirit. You have a soul and you live in the body. But your mind is only one organ that is present in your soul, that is present in your spirit, and is present in your body. Your soul has a mind. Your spirit has a mind. So your spirit has a mind, your soul has a mind, and your body has a mind. So your mind is one of the powerful tools because it's the battlefield. It can be used to help you to attain any success you want to do. And it can also help you to fail. The biggest failure you can fail. Your mind can be used 
at a level that is acceptable unto God. But every human being must learn how to train his mind. Because the mind is a battlefield. So we should learn how to train the mind. Because the mind is a weapon. The mind is for both attacking and defending. So the mind is a weapon called a link-up weapon. This link-up weapon is very necessary. It's very powerful. It's very, very necessary that you train your mind. You prepare your mind. Anytime you are there, you realize that some information will be downloading in your mind. Sometimes you'll be sitting down. You haven't, you haven't said anything. You haven't gone anywhere. And, and so somebody is talking to you, putting information in your mind. What do you think about this? Don't you think that friend of you doesn't like you? Don't you think that sister hates you? Don't you think that brother wants to kill you? Don't you? Then you keep on thinking about them. Then you keep on thinking about them. Then you keep on thinking about, about them. But precious child of God, you'll be shocked what the scripture is saying about our minds. Let's take our first scripture. Let's take our first scripture for this session. From this session, from Proverbs chapter 23, verse 7. Proverbs chapter 23, verse 7. And for this, I will read it in different uh, quotes so that you understand them. Proverbs chapter 23, verse 7. Let me start with the New King James Version. For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. As a man thinks in his heart, Heart, so is he. So it means that even your heart has a mind. So in your heart, the way you think in your heart, the way you think in your heart, that's how you are. So if you are there, if we are there, and the devil is able to download information to our minds that we are failure, that it cannot be possible, that you are getting too old, that that thing you are looking is too late, that you have been praying for this and you agree, you agree to it, it becomes something else. It becomes something else. Pastor child of God, I want to read the other verse so that you understand. For as he, as for he is the kind of person who he is always thinking about. That's new international version. For he is the kind of person who is always thinking about. New international version is saying that you are the kind of person you always think about. So if you think about yourself as a failure, the Bible is saying you are a failure. The New Living Translation says that they are always thinking about how much it costs, eat, drink, but they don't know what it means. Okay? Let's look for something new. Pastor child of God, if you think, the way you think, the way you analyze things, the way you go about things in your mind, the Bible says that's, that's who you are. That is how you are. So if you are like that, then there's a problem. If you think like that, then that is a problem. Pastor child of God, let me take this opportunity and link something up to you. Any information that comes into your mind is an information. Anything you hear from people, anything you hear whilst you are alone, nobody standing by you, but you hear certain things, that certain things are going on in your mind. If it enters, it's an information. It's not dangerous. But if you think about them, when you're in the process of thinking about what you hear, in the process of thinking about what you hear, you are meditating upon what you hear. And as soon as you meditate upon what you hear, it's no more information, it becomes a spirit. When it becomes a spirit, then the battle is started. The battle has already begun. The battle has already begun. The battle has already been started. Pastor Charles, let me give you an example. You can have a thought of mind that will come into your mind that it will not be well. You are going to look for somebody to collect your money. The person said, meet me at the junction for your money. But whilst you're on the way going, something will come into your mind and say, as for this person, you will not go and meet the person. If you don't arise and say, I will book that voice, 
I come against that voice. You cannot tell me I will not go and meet the person. In the name of Jesus, I'm going to meet the person. And you keep quiet. And you begin to think about, oh, it's true. It's likely I will not meet the person. Because me, myself, I'm late. Me, cry. why? I don't have luck like that. Well, last time, he asked me to meet him. I didn't meet him. And this day too, I don't think I will meet him. As soon as you begin to think about them, it become a spirit. 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 And as soon as it becomes a spirit, it becomes a battle. And they fight you and bring defeat and bring failure. I pray that your mind will be locked up. That your mind will be closed up. That your mind will be closed up. That you, your mind will be closed up. That the, the any hole, any 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 hole, any doorway on your mind, that the enemy download negative information, that the enemy download failure, that the enemy download and upload information into your memory. May the blood of Jesus seal that gate. May the blood of Jesus close that gate. May the blood of Jesus close that gate. Any gate on your mind, any gate on your mind that the enemy use against you in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray that may the blood of Jesus begin to become a gate. Begin to become a gate. Begin to become a gate and close them 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 in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ. May they be closed. May they be close. May they be close. May they be close. In the name of Jesus Christ. Pastor child of God, let me show you two important scriptures. Then we can go on. One important scripture I want to show you is in Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. You know the script. It said, Joshua, meditate on the word day and night. Listen, when Joshua was with David, Moses, Joshua was a messenger to Moses. Joshua knew every corner. Joshua knew everything that Moses was doing. Joshua knew how God was using Moses because Joshua was close to Moses and Joshua had a lot of information about Moses. And all Joshua observed in his life was that God was using Moses through a, a, a staff, through a staff, through a staff. So when Joshua came to inherit from Moses, Joshua was expecting God to give him the same staff. So that he continue. Because if I'm continuing from where Moses left, then if the staff is there, nobody has taken the staff. The staff is available. Joshua in his mind was expecting God to hand over the staff. After handing over the position, he was expecting God to also hand over to him the staff of Moses so that he can also perform the miracles that Moses performed. But God told him, as for you, Joshua, you don't need the staff. All what you need is the book of the law, the word of God, the powerful word of God, that Jesus should not depart from your mouth. You should meditate upon it day and night so that you'll be prosperous. So the purpose for Joshua, God gave to Joshua was that he should meditate on the law. He should meditate the word of God, the, the laws of God. He should, <laughs> Sorry about he should meditate on it. Meditating on the word of God and meditating on the laws of God is, has a different meaning than what we believe. Child of God, meditating on the word. It's not what we understand. When people say we are meditating on a word, that is where you cross your leg and sit down quietly. That one is called transcendent meditation. Transcendent meditation is an aquatic movement. Please get it straight away. Transcendent meditation, where people say sit quietly. Don't think about anything. Don't let anything go. Go and sit in some place quietly. That is not the spiritual meditation God told Joshua about. When you find the original translation of that meditation, that is not what it means. Even the same scripture explained what he meant by that meditation. The meditation is not why some people do, they sit quietly and cross their leg. 
and they'll be quiet. They say, we are meditating. That is not it. He said, this book of law shall not depart of your mouth. Meditate on it day and night. Shall not depart from your mouth, but meditate on it. So shall not depart of your mouth means that you should be keep on saying the word. You should keep on thinking about it. You should keep on believing it. So the word that you have heard, the law that you have heard, keep on thinking about it. Keep on talking about it. Keep on thinking about it. The God said, I shall not want. What is the meaning of I shall not want? Then you start thinking about it. I shall not want means that God will provide for me. I shall not want means that I will not lack anything. The more you think about them, that is the meditation. So he said before most Joshua, you can be successful. You should learn how to meditate. Think about the word. Think about the word. It should not depart from your mouth. The word should always be in your mouth. The word that you have heard. If you have not heard any word, if you have not read any word, you cannot meditate on anything. But the word, the book of law, it should be in your mouth. It should be in your mind. You confess it. You say it. You say it. Speak something. Speak scripture to your life. It shall be well with me. Doors shall open for me. Speak to your life. And when you speak, it shall be well with you. So, if you are quiet and you are sitting there quietly, that is not meditation that God showed us to do. The meditation God showed us to do is that the word shouldn't depart from your mouth. But the other meditation, transcendent meditation that they are talking about is when you keep quiet. You remove everything from your mind and you'll be quiet. It's opposite the spiritual meditation God told us. So, you see how the devil is using means to crop us. Apart from the fact that they are those that they enter our mind. The other information they also give us is that they are trying to turn the scriptures upside down. In the same way, I will show you another important scripture in John chapter 6, verse 63. Jesus' own mouth. See what Jesus is saying. He said, The spirit gives life, and the flesh account for nothing. The words I have spoken to you are spirit, and they are life. The words that I have spoken to you, they are spirit, and they are life. Every word is a spirit. Every word that anybody speaks to you is a spirit. So if you allow yourself for information to get into your mind and you start thinking about it, it becomes a spirit. Once Jesus speaks and you reject the word, it doesn't become a spirit. But when you start meditating on it, when you start thinking about it, when you start thinking about it, when you start thinking about it, it becomes a spirit. And your mind will be full of spirit. So whilst I'm speaking to you right now, if you allow yourself and you start thinking about it, you start meditating about it, it becomes a spirit. It will become a force. It will become a powerful tool that can break. That is why the Bible says that the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. The word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. And I want you to take note of what precedes after the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. Some people quote it. Like last episode, we quoted it. That the word of God, the word of God is sharper. Than any two edges sword. We, we, we quoted it. We quoted it even in the last episode. But when you must say we, we quote it, we just put it down. We don't continue. But look at what Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12 says. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. It says, The word of God is alive and active, for it's sharper than any two edged sword. So, the word of God is alive and active and is sharper than any two-edged sword. That is why most of the time we quote in Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. But we don't continue. Look at the continuation. It penetrates even into the dividing soul and spirit, joint and marrow, and judges the thoughts and attitude of the heart. Look at this. 
So when you receive the word of God, the word of God, if you meditate on the word that you have received from God, it has the ability to enter, to break through your spirit. It has to break through your soul. It will break through your mind, your thoughts. So thoughts are very, very dangerous. What is in your mind, what you are thinking about can become a tool. Can become a tool in the hands of the devil. So the spiritual warfare we are fighting, don't look at people around you. Don't think about people in your hometown that these are the people who are the, but the battle is in our minds. May today, may God release your mind. I said today, may God release your mind. Even as I'm speaking to some people right now, their mind is some way. But I pray that anything that is hanging on your brain, anything that is hanging on your spiritual mind, trying to prevent the word of God to enter, I smash them. I smash them. Let the word of God that is sharper than any two-edged sword enter your mind. Enter your mind. Enter your mind and penetrate. May it penetrate into your soul. Anything that has taken over your soul, any thought, any information, any memory, any imagination, small time when you close your eyes, you see those imagination. There are some pictures, there are some information that has found themselves into our souls and into our spirit, corrupting our souls, corrupting our spirit. Evil thought, evil thing, failure, thought of failure, thought of disappointment, that it will not be well with you. People think that no matter what we do, no matter what they do, it, shall not, it will not be well with them. And that thing has locked their soul. It has locked their spirit up. It has locked their body up. And it's not allowing God. But they are always in the presence of God. But these are not allowing the power of God, the presence of God to go through them and cause the change. But today I pray for you. That let the word of God, that is sharper. That is sharper. That is sharper. As you meditate on the scripture, I call the word of God, that is sharper than any two-edged sword, than any double-edged sword to penetrate, even dividing your soul. Divide your soul and take that death out and rob that, that memory out and rob that thought out from your soul and may enter your spirit. I pray that it will also enter your spirit and anything in your spirit that the enemy has put there, any wrong information that the enemy is using as a weapon against you, be brought out in the name of Jesus. And even to the joint and the marrow, I pray that it should go to your bone. Any information, let there be that information that is in your bone come out. Even in your marrow, come out. I pray for you this day that any information that has been locked up in your marrow, that has been locked up in your bone, that is eating you up. That is eating your joint up. That is eating your joint up. That is eating your bone up. That negative information that you cannot be healed. That negative information that is too late for you to marry. That negative information that is difficult for our family members to prosper. That negative information that has locked your bone, that has locked your body up, that is making it impossible for you to believe that Jesus can change your life. You hear testimonies, but you don't believe that it can be you. You don't believe that tomorrow your story will be different. You don't even believe that the word of God that is coming to you is able to work. That negative information that has locked you up, that makes you think that you have been praying for too long, but you don't hear anything. You have been praying for too long and nothing is happening. I pray that let the word of God, let the two-edged sword, let the double-edged sword enter your womb, enter your marrow, enter every part of your body and bring this negative information information up and bring this memory out that memory may they come out in the name of jesus christ and it's able to judge the thought and the attitude of the heart i pray that any thought and any attitude in your heart in your mind may the power of god may the word of god cause it to come down in the name of jesus 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 look at what the king james is saying for the word of god is quick 
and powerful. May that powerful and the quick enter so quickly. Enter your soul quickly. Penetrate your soul quickly. Penetrate your spirit so quickly. Penetrate your body so quickly. In the name of Jesus. It's powerful and quick. Powerful and quick. I like that. It's powerful and quick. And sharper than any two-edged sword. Piercing even to the divided ascender of the soul and the spirit. I pray that may pierce through your soul and your spirit. And at the joint and the marrow and and it's a descender of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Even the thoughts in your mind, the thoughts in your heart. Pastor child of God, all what you are going through is because the devil is using your thought against you. Using your thought against you. Using your thought. Thought. What is in your mind? What you think about? It's what the enemy is using against you. Because the devil knows that it is written that as a man thinking in his heart, so he see. If he's able to force you to think negative, if he's able to force you to think that it will not work, if he's able to force you to think that your life has come to an end, if he's able to force you to believe that it shall not be well with you, if he's able to use the current circumstance to, 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 to convince you that it shall not be well with you, then he has succeeded making you a failure. Because he knows as a man thinking in his heart, so is he. Upon someone himself, Send the nipa drill when I come and send what here. This what you need, wow. I'm a wildling in a say, wildling as a Utibin coin, wildling as a Mamma, wildling as a radia pow, wildling as a radin noa. What will you, will you, what it till? Then Pi boy say, a radiman of Huadin Casamo. A radiman of Huadin Casamo. There are a lot of examples in the Bible about what God did for people. There's no prayer request. That you will not find an example in the Bible that God has done it before. There's no prayer request that God has not done before. There's no prayer request that God has not done it before. And we don't have an example in the Bible or testimony. But it should tell me and you that the fact that God is doing it for people. The God is doing it for people. He can also do. It means that he's at work. He's, it means that he's the only one who can do for you. It is my prayer that you allow God. You allow the word of God to get through you this day and take some things out. Allow yourself, allow your soul, open your soul up, open your spirit out. Allow the word of God to enter. The Bible says that the same message that was preached to us was also preached to them, but it did not profit them. It did not profit them. Look at what Paul is saying. That the same message, the same gospel that was delivered unto us, it was delivered unto them, but it did not profit them. It is possible that you receive the message, but it will not profit you. It is possible. That you receive the word of God, but it will not profit you. All because if you don't allow your mind, if you don't allow the thing inside of you, and if you don't meditate on it, it will not profit you. It's my prayer that it will profit you. 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 May it profit you. So may you open your eyes. May you open your mind. In the name of Jesus. May you open your mind. May you open your heart. In the name of Jesus. The same word that was preached to us, it was preached to them. This same message that we are receiving, it can also be preached to some people, but it will not profit them. It will not profit the person. But you, may it profit you. For, may, you may it profit you. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Look at the same Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 2. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 2 says, the same message. Listen. Listen, listen. Let me read the new, the new King James. So that you get it. For indeed, the gospel was preached to us as well as them. This gospel was preached to us. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 2. Indeed, the gospel was preached to us as well as it was preached unto them. That is the same gospel. But the word they heard did not profit them. They heard the word. 
it did not profit them. Why? They heard the same word that we heard. We were in the same church. We were on the same platform. We are all enjoying the program. But somebody heard it. And somebody also heard the word. But it profits somebody. It didn't profit somebody. Why? Because B, they were not able to miss the word they heard with faith. They couldn't miss the word with faith. So the word that you hear, God is expecting that you miss it with faith. When you miss it with faith, it becomes a spirit. When you miss it with faith, it enters your spirit. When you miss it with faith, how do you miss it with faith? You meditate upon it. You think about it. So instead of you thinking about how you will not be successful, instead of you to think about how you are sick, instead of you to think about how you are weak, instead of you to think about how you are growing and you are not getting a husband, instead of you to think about how you are going and you are not getting what you want, but think about, think about the goodness of God, the mercies of God. Presence of God, let me leave you with this scripture before I go. I leave you with Romans chapter 12 verses 1 Romans chapter 12 verses 1 to let's say 3 or 4 Romans chapter 12 verses 1 3 or 4 let me read it for you Romans chapter 12 verses 1 to 2 1 to 2 pay therefore I urge you brothers and sisters in the view of God's mercy to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice holding holy and pleasing to God and this is your true and proper worship do not conform to the patterns of this world but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind then you will be able to test and approve what God's will his good will his pleasing will and his perfect will there are three will of God sometime ago we'll talk about them but you can only assess the will of God in your life. And his will for you is not to kill you, it's to bring you to an expectant end. He said, I know the thought I have for you, and not thought of evil, and a thought of peace. This one alone should convince you that God said he knows the thought he has for me. So that if it come to my mind, that it shall not be well. If it come to my mind, that I have failed. If it come to my mind, that things are not working. I should be able to know that that is not the thought God has for me. As soon as it comes, you have to rebook it. Listen to me. As soon as that voice comes, as soon as that information starts getting into your mind, rebook the voice. Tell the voice that you voice. Say it out of your mouth. Even when you're in the car, say it. Say you, the man that is talking to me, you are not from God. Get out. And immediately you see that it will not come again. It tells you that it's the devil who is giving you information. Or somebody stand before you and giving you, cursing you, telling you that it will not work. Tell you that things will not work. When they are telling you like that, you have to be able to stand and rebook them and say it shall work. I cancel it in the name of Jesus. Brother child of God, I'm very serious about it. Sometimes we pray and pray and pray and pray with that purpose. And our mind is full of issues. Our mind and our heart is full of, full of issues. And we pray a long time prayer. And we come and tell pastor, we have been praying for 20 years. But our mind, what is in your mind? Today, may you get something out of your mind. Today, may we get something out of your mind. You didn't say I'm to that. I said, today, may we get something out of our mind. Today, may you try to get something out of your mind. May you try to get something out of your mind. You can be praying all the prayer you pray. But you should learn how to resist any thought that is inconsistent with God. The scriptures. God said, I know the thought I have for you. But the information getting to you is opposite God. Rebook the voice. Tell the voice that I rebook you. Get out of my mind. Somebody can stand before you and tell you 
that it shall not be well with you. Somebody will sort the curse. We book the curse immediately. If you allow it and you are there. So the secret is that somebody who said an evil thing about you when you were a child, somebody who insulted you. Sometimes when you are sitting down quietly, after 10 years, after 20 years, after 50 years, you see somebody will go and bring back what you heard, that, that negative word that you heard. Somebody, so, something will go and bring those back into your mind. And it will be as fresh as, as if you were there. Some of them will even come out of your mouth. It's the work of the devil. When you see that, rebuke the devil and he will free. Resist the devil and he will free. May you learn how to resist the devil. Let the thought of Christ, the mind of Christ, that was in him, be in you. The mind of Christ was that he rebuked the devil. When even Peter said that you will not be able to die, he said, I will die. He said, you cannot say, get behind me, Satan. He didn't even allow Peter, the words of Peter to enter him. But some time ago, when Peter said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God, he was happy and said, Peter, the spirit revealed it to you. Don't allow any negative words to get inside of you because when it gets into your mind and you think about it, it can destroy your life. So don't even allow it. But if it has already gotten there, we are going to bring it up. That is why we are here. But don't allow anything to say any, anybody to say anything negative and accept it. Let me tell you my, my testimony. Many years ago, after planning to go to the secondary school, I had a good result. The person who was supposed to be standing as my father and take care of me in school called me one day and told me that he doesn't, he doesn't prefer that I go to school, but he wants me to learn trade. I said, I know how to trade already. What trade should I learn again? I have to go to school. He said, no, you cannot go to school. You have to end it here. I said, I will go. He said, you cannot. I said, I will go. Then he said, we shall see. Hey, you are the one who's supposed to take care of me as a father. You are telling me that we shall see. It means that you are planning not to pay the school fees. You are planning not to support me. Then I told him, he was an elderly man. He was a chief. But I stood before him and I told him, surely, because of God, we shall surely see. So if by the grace of God, I'm a chartered accountant and I have my master's, it's because I didn't allow the words of that person. I didn't allow. And later he came back to apologize. And that's the last thing I want to leave with you. That anytime negative thought is coming from somebody, your sister, your mother, your relative is insulting you, giving you a negative word. Look beyond the person standing behind you. Look be beyond the person standing in front of you. Sometimes the devil will put this information that your sister doesn't like you. Your brother, they don't like you. They envy you. They want to kill you. They want to do this. And you buy into that. As soon as you buy into that, he saw a seed of this thought. He saw a seed of confusion. Look beyond the person who is speaking and know that there's a devil. There's a devil behind the person. So when Peter told Jesus that you cannot die, Jesus didn't say, get behind me, Peter. He said, get behind me, Satan. Because Jesus knew that it was not from Peter. It is Satan who is trying to use Peter against him. As Satan used Judas is carried against Jesus Christ. Satan can also use your mother against you. He can use your father against you. He can use your sister against you. But anytime it comes, don't let your attention go to the person. Don't hate the person. Don't fight that person. Fight the spirit. Fight the power. If you fight the person, the spirit will go to another person use. Even when you kill the person, the spirit will use another person against you. But attack the spirit. The Bible says resist the devil. He didn't say resist your sister. He didn't say resist your mother. He didn't say resist your father. Even though he came to your father, even though it will come to your sister, even though it came to your friend, but don't resist your friend. Resist the devil and he will free. May the Lord bless you. May the word of God fall on the good ground. May it water your soul. May it water your spirit. 
May it change your attitude. May it change the land of your thinking. Know that the, as a man thinking in his heart, so he is, he is. So may you change the way you think. May you change the way of your thought. May you change the way and the land of your thought. So people tell me, Brethren, uh, Reverend, this person just insulted you. Hey, so many years ago, a man came to me, an elderly man came to me and said, Brother, I met these four people and they were planning so much evil about you. And the way they were talking, I said they want to kill you. And they are all Christians and we are in the same church. And he said, four of them, he said, yes. Then I said, I know them. He said, are you sure? He said, yes, I said, I know the four. I said, let me mention them to you. And I mentioned the four names to him. Then he asked me, ah, you know them. It's true. They are the four. But the way they're planning is different. But when I always see you, you are nice with them. You talk with them. And they are your, your, your friends. I said, I know. But they are still my friends. Because I know it's not them. I know it's the devil. Don't let the devil go scot free. Don't let the devil go unchallenged. Don't let that demon work in your home, work in your family, work in your relationship unchallenged and be fighting human beings. The devil must be resisted. And today, I pray that we resist that power, we resist that devil who is trying to take your mind, who is trying to control you, who is trying to use your mind as a weapon against you yourself. I pray that the power of God and the Spirit of God will come upon you this day, will come upon you this day in the name of Jesus Christ. Selfie Father, in the name of Jesus I thank you. I know a strong man, a strong mind can move mountains. I believe that a strong mind can move mountains. I believe that as a man thinketh in his heart, so you see, the way I think, that's how I will become. Father, I pray every thought of failure, every thought of failure, Every thought that goes in my mind today, may you erase them. May you erase them. May you erase them. May you erase them in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, I pray any entrance and exit point in my mind that the devil enter, enter and fight me. Father, I hedge my spiritual mind. I hedge the mind in my soul. I hedge the mind in my spirit with your word in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and let's pray. Open your mouth and let's pray. Father, we hedge our mind. We hedge our soul. We hedge our spirit. We hedge our bodies. Father, we hedge our soul. We hedge our mind. We hedge our spirit in the name of Jesus. Let our mind be held. 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 In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In my mind today, I erase you. I erase that thought from my memory. 
from my memory, from my memory, any thought, negative thought, on my subconscious mind, that enters my dream, that enters my dream, they will believe that what is on your eyes, what you think about can enter into your dream. So it's a father in the name of Jesus. Any thought, negative thought, any thought that is not consistent with the word of God, that found their way into my mind, that found their way into my soul, that found their way into my spirit, that has found their way into my memory, that has found their way into my subconscious mind. Today, I erase them. I bring them out. I wash them out. I wash them out. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, say Father, in the name of Jesus, any past event that happened in my life, any negative effect that happened in my life, any event that took place in my life some time ago, that the memory are still fresh in my mind, I water them with the blood of Jesus. I sprinkle the blood of Jesus over that thought. Father, anything about my past is past and gone. So any negative issue, any pain, any hurt that I went through some time ago, that is still fresh in my mind. That is still fresh in my memory. That is still fresh in my heart. That is still fresh in my soul. I sprinkle the blood of Jesus and I overthrow any power, any demon that is still keeping this information against me. In the name of Jesus. Okay, I'm a in the name of Jesus. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, any thought of failure, any spirit behind the thought of failure, behind the thought of disappointment, Behind the negative thought in my mind, I bind that spirit. Any strong man on my mind, any strong man on my soul, any strong woman on my spirit, any demonic power that is ruling, any dominion, any throne, any power, any ruler that has taken hold over my mind, that has taken over my soul, that has taken over my spirit, I bring the sword of the spirit to cut you, to cut you, to cut you. 
I apply the sword of the spirit, the two-edged sword, to enter into my soul. I allow my soul to be entered by the two-edged sword, by the word of God, by the spirit of God, by Jesus Christ, the word of God, to enter my soul, to enter my spirit, and to enter my mind. Any ruler, any power that is holding my mind, causing confusion in my mind, I take you out. I take you out by the sword of open your mouth. I take you out. I take you out. I take you out. I take you out by the sword of the spirit. I take you out of my mind. Out of my mind. Any authority, any dominion, any ruler that is ruling over my mind. 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 I take you out. I bring you out by the sword of the spirit. As my weapon. I take the weapon of the sword of the spirit. The word of God. The two I just saw. As I meditate on the scripture, I take you out. I take you out in my heart. In my bone, in my womb, let my bone be on fire. Let my bone be on fire. Let my bone be on fire. Let my marrow be on fire. Any thought that is hidden in my bone, that is hidden in the marrow. Anything of the enemy, anything of the enemy that is responsible for my negative thought, for my negative thought in my bone, 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 in my mind, in my heart. Get out, 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 get out. There's a sword of the spirit, that the two other sword come against you in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus Christ. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, may we restore my mind the original state. Let your word take over my mind. Help me to meditate on your word. Help me to think about it. Help me to think positively. Help me to think positively. Help me to think positively in the name of Jesus Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Say, Father, Father, I'm prepared to renew my mind I will not conform to what is happening in this world. From today, I'm not going to allow myself for what is happening to determine how I will think. If negative is even happening, I will think positive. If everything says I failed, I will still think positive. If everybody says it will not be well with me, I will still think positive. If anything says I will continue to be sick, I will still think positive. If anybody is saying it's too late for me, I will still think positive. Because you know the thought you have for me. And I believe in you. I believe in your promise. You say you don't think of evil. But I will have an expected end. I know that no matter what happens. At the end. The expected end will be fulfilled. The end that justifies the means. I know my end shall be glorious. Even though my beginning may be small. Even though today things may not be well. Even today my prayer request may not be answered. But I know it will be answered. And nothing can change my mind. Because today, I have a strong mind. I bless you in Jesus Christ's name. Let's pray. Father, I pray for anybody that has the sound of my voice. That you will help and help them. That your word will work through them and change situations. Some people receive the message, but it did not profit them. But let it profit these people. Let it profit these children of yours. May this message never be in vain. You say you never send forth your word. That comes in vain. But it achieved the purpose for which it was sent. We pray for your people here and the people under the sound of my voice. That the purpose of this message, the purpose of bringing all these quotations together, we need the shortest time. But I don't know how I got all these quotations from. And I don't know how I got even this information from. But just short, this shortest time, you gotten all this information just to achieve something. I pray. 
that the purpose of this word will be achieved in your life. I pray that the purpose of this word will be achieved in your life. The reason why God said we should talk about this this day, may it be achieved in your life. May it be achieved in your life. May it be achieved in your life. I pray may God restore your mind to the original state. Before the devil entered the garden of Eden, man had good thought. Man had good information about God. But it's the devil who decided to pollute the mind. I pray that any pollution in their minds, in their hearts, will be taken out. I wash your mind. I wash your memory. I wash your memory. I wash your imagination. I wash your thought. I wash them. I wash the thought in your heart. I wash the thought in your mind. I wash the thought in your soul. I wash the thought in your body to get out of there in the name of Jesus. And I will resist the devil in your life in the name of Jesus. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you. May he give you peace. God bless you for your time. And God bless you for joining us. God bless you. Bye-bye. God bless you. Blessed child of God, the peace of the Lord be with you. I'm Reverend Ivan Sufie, the voice behind this audio broadcast. Now, let me show you four ways that you can do to support this program. You can first support this program and this ministry by becoming a partner. Becoming a partner is deciding on your own account, whether daily, weekly, monthly, or yearly, what you contribute to support this program. You can just do that by texting us or whatsapping us to the number plus two three three two six 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 eight five six two three plus two three three two six 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 eight five six two three you can also help us by going to the pod being up at the premium session and select one of the audios downloaded there based on the amount and the contribution you want to make number three you can also send us mobile money or momo through the number Plus two three three two four four one eight three four five zero. Plus two three three two four four one eight three four five zero. And the name on that account is Ivan Sophie, the fan of Richards. Lastly, you can also help us by sending your contribution to our PayPal account, we are safe at yahoo.com. We are safe is spelled at W I E S S E F. W I E ssef at yahoo.com and we will have your fun. Please take note that we are not a church. We are just non-interdominational group. So we don't receive funds like the mainstream that churches receive. But we rely on the support and generous contribution like the one you are about to do to push this ministry to do more and sustain this program and sustain this ministry and preach to the kingdom. God bless you and God bless you for contributing in the name of Jesus. Amen. We trust that you have been blessed through our administration. For prayer and counseling, kindly call 0244-183450 or 0266-685623. The numbers again, 0244-183450 or 0266-685623. God bless you and see you next time.